0: Hey, Carrion crowd, Steve here, delivering your first HLP intro of 2020. I always get sentimental this time of year, so this time, I don't want to plug anything. I just want to reflect on 2019. 2019 saw our show hit our biggest milestones yet. We expanded to listening audiences literally all over the globe. We attended conventions with some of the best human beings on Earth. And most importantly, we got really close to everyone who tunes in. It constantly amazes me how much support you've shown our show, and I feel it's our civic duty to keep bringing you guys our A-game every single week. Thank you for all the fan art, the five-star review support, all those downloads, and the words of encouragement that keep us going. Our resolution as as a team and a podcast really as a whole is to keep making this show bigger and better in the new year. Thanks for a wonderful 2019, and here's to an even better 2020. As one... Very optimistic, Tiefling would say, this year's going to be a good year. Enjoy episode 73, Let the Right Orc In.
1: Do you like liquor and things that go boo? Then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, Episode 73,
0: and Happy New Year! Happy New Year, Griffin. And everybody else.
2: Happy New Year, Year, everyone.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So, what are we drinking on this happiest
0: of New Years? Here's the 2020. Well, guys, I think in the Hop tradition of celebrating on New Year's, I love how it worked out that we all got the we got a communal drink here. But uh, I'm gonna count us down and let's let the listeners know what we're drinking. Three, two, one. Baha Baha blast.
3: blast! Yeah, that's Ugh. about
0: it. What else is in it, Emily?
3: Uh, there is vodka and some lemon and lime. In addition to that, and this is called a resurrection. It was uh, recommended by Buster Knuckle.
1: I don't think Taco Bell is <laughs> really a, a resurrection spell.
0: No. <laughs>
1: I mean, maybe if it's three in the morning and you're wasted, it'll bring you back from the brink. But uh, I think it's I think it's more like temporary resurrection.
0: Yeah, definitely.
4: Well, I don't know, but Emily and I went through so much trouble to get Baja Blast. Not only like we first tried to do it in stores like gas stations, CVS, Walgreens, Target, Kroger.
3: How many you how Nothing. many stores did you go
1: to to get Baja in person,
3: Blast? Three. Jesus. Also called a store, looked online at a couple other stores. None of them had it.
1: You're going to be the story that the person at that store has to tell their co-workers. Some fucking crazy person just called, just asking, do you have Baja Blast in large quantities?
3: The, the worker uh, definitely sounded very confused. As why I would be calling, but she answered and she didn't ask me any further questions.
0: She's like, I've
1: literally never had somebody call me on the (laughs) phone to ask if I had a soda.
4: I do not trust the online like stock, like how many they have in stock or whatever. But anyways, yeah, we not only had to go to Taco Bell to go get it, but it was really weird getting taco or getting Baja Blast or like two large things of Baja Blast and no food. So then we had to get some food. It was an adventure. It sounds like you had a doozy of a day.
0: (laughs) I just had to get food.
4: (laughs) I had to, I had to get a whole sack of food that I brought over. It's just the worst. Well, I'm here now. And so it, my day is much better. Okay, good.
2: But have any of us had a doozy of a year. Did did we all get our resolutions accomplished?
4: We did do
1: resolutions a year ago. Yeah. Do we want to do want to go around the table say whether or not we completed our resolutions from last year? I am gonna ask if you have a new resolution for this year. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we start with uh, Steve? Sure.
0: So, uh, if I remember correctly, my resolution for Pathfinder for last year was to read an adventure path. And I went above and beyond this year. I read, two, So I read the entirety of Serpent Skull, and just last night I finished Hell's Rebels. Nice, fun stuff. You were getting real excited about Serpent Skull in the episode from last year. You had I was. like the first three books. Yeah, it was it was a fun read. You know, I, I obviously, as we've said before on the show, I think that uh, that campaign has a couple issues, but nothing that uh, a little cleaning up could do. And it was it was really interesting. I love a lot of flavor, um, in you know, in the bestiaries in the back of those aps, uh, they have new creatures, and these were all like. African folklore inspired and they even said like where an African folklore came from, so it was really interesting, and I learned a lot. It's cool.
1: Well, knowledge is power. Yeah. Maybe it'll make you play Matumbe a little bit better. Probably not. No.
0: No.
4: Because <laughs> he's played so well already. Oh yeah that's right. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of role-playing characters,
1: what was your resolution, Brooks?
4: Well, uh the first one was to read my module that I bought a very long time ago. And it is called The Chapel on the Cliffs. I did read it. It's very nice. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a very ghostly uh, story, I guess. And I, uh, well, as far as my resolution, I would like to run it with you guys at some point. Oh, is that the this
1: year resolution?
4: Yeah, it is. I was is. gonna get the oh, was oh, gonna okay. get this on the second that's lap. that's okay. okay. It's all right. We're not
1: vibing today, Brooks. Let's let's get the vibe back together. Let's do that. All right. Let's do that. All right. I'm I'm under the table. Meet me there. Nice, Haley. Resolution.
2: Yeah. So last year it was to uh, use my spells more effectively, which I feel as though I've done. I think I have been better about my spells. I mean, barbed chains, hell yeah. Use
1: your spells more annoyingly. Uh, <laughs> should have been your resolution. Excuse me. Annoying to who? Oh, annoying to me.
2: Well, the other resolution that I had was to be more creative within Starfinder. Um, we actually finished our Starfinder campaign, the Dead Sons. And I feel as though that, like, the last book took everything over the top. So I feel as though I really did that, as well as I played a Starfinder character that I felt like had a lot of uh, creative stuff going on there. I was excited about it. Griffin, not so much. But hey, it was fun. It was creative. And I did exactly what I wanted to do.
1: That's every character you make.
2: I'm sorry you hate me.
1: <laughs> as we discussed a couple episodes ago, Emily Resolution.
3: Last year, my resolution was to play a little bit more conservatively, to not get myself in quite as many dire situations as I had been, which I got in plenty of dire situations over the past year. But the fact that all of my characters are still alive, I think shows that I was Playing well enough and conservatively enough that uh, nobody died, so I think I, I think I did okay.
1: Or it shows that I'm a big old softy. <laughs>
3: That's probably part of it. <laughs> part of it.
1: Oh man, my resolution last year was to get into Pathfinder Second Edition because that came out August of this year. I will say, resolution succeeded. Not only do I have almost all of the books that exist for second edition right now, uh, and I'm reading through them, but we are a couple of sessions into our Fall of Plaguestone home game, and I had my first TPK
0: as a GM. With my first player death, that was permanent. Nice.
2: My first ever player death.
0: I got them all. Wait, no, character death. I'm still here. (laughs) Oh,
1: yeah. (laughs) yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Same.
0: Yeah, that would be really sad if two people actually died. The other part's my resolution
1: for this year. (laughs) 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 Have a total player kill. Uh, So, yeah, I think I succeeded my resolution. Brooks, you already gave us
0: uh, your resolution for this year, but Steve, do you have one? I want to work on my relationships with NPCs. Namely, I really want things to work out with Saw and Anya. So that's what I'm going to go for 2020. Yeah, I saw that coming. I want them to work. I think I, I we rolled that, that 30% chance a couple of days ago. It was successful. I, I see a future there. Nice.
4: I do have one other thing. Okay. Uh, I am... Well, based on Griffin, Yor, and Steve's well stories and backstories to, to characters and things like that, I'd like to... Uh, I'd like to put a lot more time into either the, depending. I guess if I want to put more time into Ickmer's backstory and really flush it out and get real creative with that, or uh, a next character that I build type of thing, um, really flush out a backstory and I don't know, get it to your guys' level. It's been something that that I've seen and been a part of, and I and I think it's really something to strive for on my part.
1: If, uh, if you can make it through book two, book three is going to be very ICMR heavy. Okay. Well, th- so that's, that's your time to shine. That's happening this year. Kay. We're almost done book two.
4: Okay. Yeah. No, I, I'm definitely looking forward to it. And I'm not going to definitely not gonna, uh, keep him alive just so that I can keep writing a backstory and I'm not going to kill him just so I can write another backstory. So don't worry.
0: We believe in you, Brooks. <laughs>
4: If I could
1: make
0: a monster that could hit
1: you consistently, <laughs> maybe I could take you out of the story. No such thing. Haley?
2: So, I have had my very first character death ever. Ever, ever. Like, I haven't even had character deaths that had resurrection. Um, at worst, I've had a character that had uh, its soul goal into a soul gem until we defeated a monster. Not a big deal. So, I didn't like it. Um I don't want another, so that's a big thing. I need to continue to make uh, characters that can survive anything. So that's a goal. I'm really worried it's going to be ruined in this episode. But yeah, boy, you know. howdy, you pick the episode? Right? <laughs>
1: that kind of resolution.
2: But yeah, that's uh, that's kind of my main one for for Pathfinder is like literally making sure that I survive. Uh, and I think that you guys have already probably seen it a little bit. Eclipse has been a little bit more selfish. Um, well, she's evil, so I guess it doesn't matter. But so you're
1: saying you're only going to role play selfish characters for this year?
2: Well, I mean, if Eclipse never dies, then
3: it's fine.
1: All right. Emily.
3: This year, I want to work on improving my knowledge of the rules for first edition. I feel like there's a lot of times where I'm like looking stuff up frantically to see if I can do it or a way that I can do something to get out of a situation. So I'm hoping to just understand them better from the get-go and uh, really dive into underwater combat because I'm sure that's going to come up eventually and Lyra needs that.
1: Needs that to be... uh, (laughs) Yeah, That's I mean, that's your A game.
3: Yeah. So if I'm... As a person not prepared, Lyra won't perform well. So I need to make sure that I am prepared so Lyra can perform well when we inevitably turn this campaign into an aquatic theme adventure.
1: Huh? Inevitably, she says. <laughs> inevitably. Inevitably, yep. this horror theme campaign becomes a nautical
4: horror theme campaign. <laughs> nice. Emily, I got a partial solution for you play a fighter.
3: <laughs> that that could help. That could help.
4: Yeah, to
1: play a fighter, there's way less rules. Yeah, Griff, what are you trying to do in 2020? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I forgot one of our resolutions from last year, which was to keep the podcast going for another year. Which check that box. Not a day late, not a dollar short, baby. Consistency is key. We made it. So that I is think. True. I think. Let's keep that resolution going forward, make it another year,
4: another year older, another year wiser. But if not, eh.
0: it was fine. It was fun. Yeah.
4: Now now that I think about it, I think there was only like one week that we were like really, really close to missing it. And I think beyond that, I think we did really good on like keeping to a two week or a, a, a weekly schedule. Yeah, and the time that we came close. Yeah. We still got it out. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Bam. So I think I think that's deserving of a pat on the back to everybody.
1: As far as my personal resolution, um I'd like to play more. Griff. No.
0: We play. No, no, no. So I much. mean like play as a player. Oh, more. As okay. A player more. That's that's reasonable, I guess. Yeah. Okay.
2: Like yes, still,
0: I want
1: to be a player more. I like to, you know, as Brooks said, I I have some some pretty juicy backstory moments too off pod. I, I like to flex those muscles sometimes. It makes me a better GM.
4: Well, I'll have to 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 run Chapel on the Cliffs.
0: We'll see. I'm into it. Get real drunk that night.
4: Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you guys know how I tell stories, so.
0: That <laughs> night, plus. <laughs> sure story no, Brooks does bro. Just reserve nights. the whole weekend. God, <laughs> <laughs> we've, been, we've been, in pro- been in this prologue for two hours.
4: Yeah, if we record that, we're definitely calling it babbling Brooks. <laughs> Every NPC gets a backstory. <laughs> oh, boy.
1: See? I can do backstory,
0: too. <laughs> uh.
1: That's amazing. Well, guys, Happy New Year and listeners, Happy New Year to you guys as well. I hope 2020 is a wonderful year for you. I hope 2020 is a wonderful year for us. But the first episode of the new year might not be so wonderful, (laughs) at least for you guys. As we enter into this next episode, we do so... With a new rolling on the drink pole.
2: God damn it. Yeah, it's not
3: gonna be me. 18.
1: Why is this the only time you've rolled high in the past five episodes? Let me
3: have this. <laughs> I'm starting off the new year slightly below average with a nine.
4: Seven. Seven. Six. Oh, oh got him. <laughs> I went from hero to zero, almost hero, but you know, man. Okay. I was really, really hoping.
1: Mm. All right. So Brooks is up next week. Yeah. And the girls of this party are up now because what happened last week was that we split the party once again on an episode. And things got really hairy on both sides of the table. I love that you guys sit two guys, two girls on the sides of the table for when the party gets split this way (laughs) and you're just watching your friends role-play this horrific situation. So Ikmar and Matumbe rush back to Lepidstadt leaving the rest of the party holed up in Schloss Cromark. They make it back by the skin of their teeth or I guess the skin of their necks as their heads nearly detach from their bodies And they both survive, nearly transforming into a Vargoyle. Miles, 24 miles back in the Schloss, Lyra and Eclipse have barricaded themselves in a room, a storage room. And they hear the sound of the large creature that had been threatening them the night before on the roof, and eerily enough, it seems to stay there. Then, even more unsettling, they hear a knock at the door, and Dr. Saloom, Dr. Vivian Malice, greets them. So, I want to go back to this scene. Lyra, crossbow trained at the door. She was on watch. Lyra, are you waking Eclipse?
3: Yes. Lyra wakes up Eclipse by shaking her, but putting her finger over Eclipse's mouth so that she stays quiet, uh, not giving away their exact position in the room, and whispers to Eclipse, There's someone on the other side of the door. A friend or foe? I I don't think they're very nice. That creature, I never
2: heard it leave. Yeah, so Eclipse will then just steadily grip her battle axe, preparing for the worst. (laughs) I I don't know, though, if... uh, I know she said something about subjects. (laughs) I don't love that, but I wasn't awake for it.
1: (laughs) Yep. So what's Lyra doing? Is she responding at all?
3: With Eclipse awake, Lyra gains a little bit more confidence, saying, We're just here to help our friend Larry. We think he might be in trouble. That's that's all that we want, and then we'll go away. With that, there's a, instead of a knock, a scratch on the door as Vivian drags her pointy nails down the wood to make sure she has their full attention saying your meddling is disrupting the latest work with my new specimen my patience has expired do not fear I have a mutually beneficial solution for us when your friends come back if they make it back leave me to this Blessed work. Tell no one of what you've seen here. Those small-minded villagers don't understand the importance. They cannot be trusted. Make sure that you leave, though, for if you stay, I'll take that as consent to join my holy experiments. We could have so much fun.
1: And with that... You hear footsteps descending the stairs and then the whole roof groans as a large weight lifts off of it. And you hear the scuttling of eight giant legs descend the side of the room you're in. And presumably the rest of the building. And then we fade back to Lepidstadt. And we're greeted by the sight of a very much alive Matumbe and Ikmer. Woo! No longer sporting the telltale signs of the Vargoyle disease. Uh, before we get into what you guys are doing I gotta give Emily a hero card For that performance As Viv and Lyra what? In the same thing Trust me I know how uh, Fun it is to talk to
3: yourself <laughs> You could never Guess because my voices are so different for my characters uh, The card that I got is The dance Which is a good card
1: All right, good cards on the board. I like that. So, you two are surrounded by the Crooked Kin.
0: Pavlos is still with you. What's going on? So, after Ik and Matumbe kind of have their moment, or rather, several moments together, um, I think it hits them pretty quick that... We're not here just to get healed up. Like, we need to get some supplies. We need to get back on our feet. We need to get back to our friends. Mm -hmm. So, right away, Matumbe is going to turn to Pavlos and say, Pavlos, you know we appreciate all the help, but our work here is far from done at the Schloss. We need to get up back on our feet and get moving. What else do you require? Well, unfortunately... It's going to be quite a bit. First of all, we are very hurt. Any channelings of Erasmus' divine grace certainly would go a long way in fighting back the hordes of the Schloss.
1: Yeah, I imagine he can, between him and Sejira, can get you back up to full.
0: And have you seen any greater heresy than the damage to this book? My, I... How could this have happened? It was, it's a long story, but we ran in afoul of some creatures who did not hold the things that we carry on as holy or sacred the way we do. Why are the pages so sticky, Matumbe? Mm, Ike must have gotten to it while he was polishing his sword. I thought you came directly here. Did you stop? What? <laughs> Saying that, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, please, Steve. Explain. Explain, <laughs> Jeffrey. Um we've had enough polishing our sword jokes on this podcast. <laughs> That's a good one. With your last name. Extrapolate. Oh alright. <laughs> alright.
1: Gotta use that somehow. <laughs> <laughs> so so
0: you're saying you need some restoration? Uh well some basic mending on this book and then we, we also, on the book. we also will need some restoration from Pavlos. Okay. Um, yeah, he can, he can do all of that. You
1: have the requisite money. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's going to give you the mending for free. Uh, it's a cantrip for him, but he's a high enough level caster that he can fix your book. The restoration is going to cost you same as before, but he's not obviously, as I said last time, not going to charge you guys for the removed disease. Uh,
0: you looked like you really needed it. <laughs> <laughs> he's not wrong. Thank you, Pavlos. Our gratitude knows no bounds. But we also need some things that I do not think you will be able to help us with. I think it might be... Ikmo, what do you think? Time to visit our friend, Max? You know, that little guy was pretty fun. I mean,
5: for as far as the first, well, rap folk that I've really had a, a real connection with, it was pretty cool. But, Sajira, I, I really want to thank you before we leave, and uh, I, I'm always thankful that, that you and, and Wiener and the rest of the kin are here, as, as, as well as the, as the other uh, Jarni, Zarni people, so Thank you again to everybody. I I can't wait to come back on more of a vacation, uh, trip so that I can tell you all about the adventures and and to be honest, what we're going through is uh, pretty pretty crazy. So I I mean I love some advice, but for and now we'll She would, we'll have she to would go put back. her
1: finger to your lips, <laughs> um, and she'd wrap you up in a hug. And kiss you on the cheek, and she would say, Igmar, you need to be more careful. I can, I can see whatever you're doing at this moment is far more dangerous than you may have expected. I need you to make it back, my prince."
5: Very, very true. And and I'm talking too much. We we have to get back to our friends, but I promise I'll be back.
1: And Wiener's just like, bye, friends. Let me know if you need me to carry somebody across town again. We'll be, we'll just
5: keep your ear to the ground or, or to the sky. We'll, we'll call out for
1: you. Don't worry. I feel like Wiener's like uh, Lepidstats Uber service. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's carted uh, uh, Lyra around. He's carted Matumbe around. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. He's going to have to get everybody at some point. So, you guys are heading to Lost Co.
5: hmm
0: And what exactly are you looking for? All right, we've got a little bit of a shopping list here. So, to get back and forth from the Schloss once we're done, um, we're going to need a total of six potions of fly um, in the... Uh, in the interest of keeping the party alive, we're looking to pick up three Cure Light Wounds ones. And then also because um, I don't want to be the only person with a fixed weapon, we got to make sure that the Whopper's Axe is ready to rock and roll. Okay. So we need a Scroll of Make Hole because the weapon is of a high enough tier where Mending's not going to do it by itself.
1: So you approach Lasco. Co., uh, Max is on the street doing his thing, trying to bringing customers, doesn't seem like he has many takers, and he sees you guys, and he's like, hey, boys, come on in! I got all kinds of new shit!
0: Max, unfortunately, we do not have the time to peruse your wares. This will have to be a very short visit. Alright, alright. You got a shopping list or something? Sure do. I can and get
1: Mary right on it.
0: Alright, let me show you my membership card first. Let's do this by the book.
1: Okay, alright. Um. Yeah, yeah, you get your, you know, your 10% off. Same as usual. I didn't
0: even factor in the 10% off to all this shit. (laughs) I'll have to figure this out later. Okay. Um, What, Max. Unfortunately, I do not have the liquid assets to cover everything on this list.
1: Well, we, we take all
0: kinds of currency, really. Well, if you do, let me interest you in this. And he pulls out the Staff of Swarms whoa would you take a look at that and he uh, he brings out like a spectacle
1: and he starts examining it he's running his hands over the runes trying to figure out what it does you see he kind of mumbles an incantation and is detecting magic on the thing oh yeah this is some some prime magics where'd you where'd you come across this guy
0: <laughs> it's a long story max a long story. Max,
1: do they have a shopping list, Max? I can get started gathering their items. Yeah, honey, yeah. Uh, Matumbe, just uh, give me give me the list. I'm going to be able to give you a a, uh, a pretty hefty sum of money for this. All right, he hands him the list. He hands him the list. He passes it off to Mary. She's scurrying around the store. You see her grabbing a bunch of vials, a, uh, a bunch of scrolls, everything you've asked for. Max Max, uh, turns to you and he says, I could give you um, about uh, 11,400 gold for this guy. Does Mm. that sound all right to you? I was under the
0: impression that half was 11,800. It wasn't. It was 22,800 total. yep. My bad. Okay. That is a very fair price. All right.
1: (laughs) I'll, uh, you know, we'll kind of, we'll do our checks and balances here. I owe you 11,400. You owe me uh, the price of all these items at 10%. We'll figure that out off air. (laughs) Yes.
0: He says. (laughs) Thank you for your rapid approach to business.
1: Hey, no problem. We're rap folk. We're from the big city. Absalom never sleeps. And nobody rests in it either. Mm.
0: Perhaps one of these days I'll make it out there. But for now... My friend and I really do need to get back to our friends. So
1: you get all your items. Uh, We'll audit the gold sheet later, but you get all the excess gold uh, that you were looking for. You were able to make that trip happen relatively quickly, and I assume you're heading back to the Schloss. Yes, we are. So why don't you guys make survival checks make make me each of you a survival check and a ride check the survival wouldn't happen to be against tracks would it not quite unfortunately it's more of a more of a knowing since you've been back and forth to this place knowing if the route you're taking is the shortest route or if you can kind of roger that take a shortcut
4: all right my uh my gold die is going to be survival and silver ride my weight will be survival. What
1: you got, boys? I see you flexing over there.
4: Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that was Ikmer flexing. I don't know if you noticed. Flexing as he squeezes yeah. his legs together to get a better ride check. Yeah. <clears throat> well, in that case, he is going to have a survival check of 24. Oh, yeah. And then a ride check
0: of eleven, with the negative three, uh, I went twenty-one on the survival and then twenty-two on the ride. Okay, so between you, you
1: find a footpath that actually looks wide enough to accommodate your horses, uh, and it looks like it's a more direct route than the traditional course path you've been taking through the swamp or along the lesser mortro river you take it and uh, mechanically this is going to shave two hours off of your time between the ride check and the survival check uh, so you're moving pretty fast especially through a swamp make a perception
0: check that's going to be a 27 for me on that perception Okay. And
4: for me, it is going to be a 17. Okay. Matumbe,
1: you're able to see this. As you trot down this walking path, you see blood on the path in front of you. It's dark and it's faint, and you can hardly make it out. And then you see some shapes on either side of the road. They don't appear to be moving.
0: hold your horse for a second. I fear we may not be alone here. Is there an additional check I could roll to see if there's some sort of danger? If these, sh- I want to know more about these shapes.
2: How old's the blood, too? Good
0: question, yeah. You're going to need
1: to dismount to figure those things out. Uh, From oh. your horse, you, with the 27, that's about the best you can see.
5: Matumbe... I I think we're making pretty good time. I mean, I I think we at least need to check it out, make an assessment on whether or not, uh, well, we we can put our pack ahead of uh, these possible strangers
0: or not. We can't help the girls if we are in trouble ourselves. Let's take a moment to not be hasty. So I, I assume we both dismount. You dismount.
1: And you check it out as you get closer, and because it's kind of in the in the brush, these shapes that you're seeing, mm-hmm. you look; they appear to be completely dismembered
4: corpses. Oh, Jesus! Now, make a knowledge local. So we talked about the the blood earlier. Uh, can Ikmer do a heal check on? Both the volume and... Yeah. uh, Perfect.
0: Local's going to go up to an 18. With an 18, you think the clothing
1: on these, and and maybe as you're looking around, you see some pitchforks and unlit torches as well. These look like they were members of the mob. Oh. From Lepidstat
2: Guess we don't need to worry <laughs>
1: <laughs> Igmer you want to go ahead with that heel check 17 With a 17 And from the bodies Matumbe maybe has exposed You realize that That's not nearly Enough bodies For the amount of blood that's on the ground You would have expected 50 people to have been bled In this area and you only see bits and pieces that maybe could amount to five or six.
2: Five, zero,
1: 50. 50. So, a mob. So that's the entire mob. Uh, in terms of time, you think with the 17, it's a little bit harder to say. You, you know that it looks slightly old, it's not fresh. Uh, But it also couldn't be more than A couple of days old So it it makes sense with Your understanding of when the mob was probably Heading out, you can't really pinpoint In that time span when it might have Happened though But that does bring up A good point You see a lot of blood And not a lot of bodies Matumbe
5: uh, uh, Well I I know we've found uh, these poor folk here, but I, I'm i not sure that's the end of it. It seems to be like there's going to be more.
0: Uh, yeah, Matumbe draws the spiral of phrasma over his heart and says, Praise be, Ikma. Whatever came through savagely tore apart all these people. None of them will rest easy, I fear.
1: Make a perception check, both of you. Sixteen. Twelve. On one of the bodies, probably the most intact one, the first thing you notice is the very pallid skin on this corpse. The next thing you notice is in, in kind of the rags of its clothing and the stump where its head used to connect to its neck you find a chain and when you follow it down a gagged skull make a another knowledge local or knowledge arcana separate or both they're going to get you the same information so whichever one is better
0: okay arcana for me
1: 23 this person's garb clearly doesn't match the
0: other's You could also make me a religion. But it's still... So this is some whispering way, folks. We've seen this before. Um, But he's with everybody else. That's weird. 27. This was clearly an undead creature. Oh. Wait, I'm sorry. Clearly an undead creature that did all of this? Or clearly an undead creature that was killed and beheaded? The body. The body, gotcha.
1: Was clearly an undead creature... Uh, If you make a heal check, I might be able to give you more.
0: Ikmar, take a look. I believe there was some sort of malevolent undead involved here. This body is quite different from the rest. Go ahead.
2: Sorry, I'm just trying to think this through. Did what, like a group of Whispering Way folk, like, attack the mob? And the mob managed to kill one? (laughs) Well...
0: Certainly possible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, a little bit. Question question before I reveal my heel check, Griffin. Does, okay. does this, is this like a very noticeably undead creature person? Enough that basically that, when you're looking at the body, there's
1: no pool of blood underneath it, which is very weird. The skin is like aged and gray, and it appears to have long black claws. Okay
0: because my, my thought was maybe there's like some whispering way undead but passable as humans inciting the riot and then when they got wiped out he got killed along with them but I don't think that's the case now if he's clearly obviously undead uh, heal check goes up to a 22 just a 12 here
1: with a 22 you see multiple wounds on this body you can see what appears to be punctures with a pitchfork, burns, and in your reckoning, a very shoddy and non-clean gash
4: is what took this thing's head off. Okay. I think I might be piecing it, slightly piecing it together then. Let, Let me know how you guys feel. I think a the the mob came upon a Whispering Way undead of some sort, like just scout or something like that and the Whispering Way retaliated against uh, for, for them attacking the undead.
0: Yeah, it, I, I think we're kind of on the same page here. Or there was a group of Whispering Way undead and they just got this one
3: yeah cuz there's still a lot of bodies missing for the mm-hmm. amount of blood unless people shambled off with very low blood but something's missing still
0: yeah
4: true uh, can we track the rest of the blood
0: you could track is all right before we before we do this is the blood going down the road or like where we need to go or is it going like off into the woods or something because then we have That it could take us in a direction we really don't want to go. It's going to be very easy, and I won't even require much of a survival check to notice.
1: The blood appears to be kind of all over this clearing in the path. It it looks like there was some kind of combat here. The tracks, this is where I'm going
0: to need a survival check. Okay. You did say the magic word. Tracks. I did say tracks. Dirty twenty.
4: Sixteen here.
1: With the twenty in the path, you see tracks everywhere, like a combat was happening. They go every which direction. But you catch a couple. You with that survival, you actually see kind of the dents where people fell. Mm-hmm. And you see fresher tracks leaving into the woods at least 45 sets.
0: Zombies. You see no more
1: tracks further down the road.
0: They got set on by zombies. The dead got back up and walked away with them. One got beheaded. That's what killed it because you behead zombies. Ikma. I think you would you would it would do in our best interest to leave this place immediately. The undead roam here and I fear the two of us cannot take a horde by ourselves. Eclipse and Lyra are counting on us. There's nothing more we can do for these villagers. Maybe on the return journey we set their souls at ease, but we are only two men. Wait. So I I I guess
5: I guess I am you know you can just tell me on, on on the path what exactly happened. I don't quite understand, but but that's okay. Anyways, uh I learned I learned this trick as far as uh picking up a trail. Let me uh let me rip a little bit of my shirt off and I'm going to I'm going to tie it to this branch here.
0: Yes. That will help us find this giant war zone. <laughs> it's fair. I mean, if it rains
1: like it did the other, the other couple of days, yeah, I'm giving that might time, be yeah. your only... Sure. So you do this and you mount up again and in four more hours you make it to the Schloss. Are you drinking your potions of flying and meeting the girls where where they kind of hunkered down.
0: Yeah.
4: That would be kind of the plan. I, th- I think we need to do a little bit of a roundabout way of doing it because we didn't see the giant creature mm-hmm. and I mean it's only been a day or well part of a day. We haven't forgotten about it and so we want to be a Bit dodgy about fly stealthily. We're gonna try.
0: Maybe we like fly down into the gorge, like hover across the water, across, and then like hug the wall coming back up. Just to yeah, minute. So we're not out in the open. That makes total sense.
1: Yeah. So you guys kind of swan dive off the side of the gorge uh, by the manse maybe before the first bridge that you had to cross that had the flesh golem hound on it. Mm-hmm. It's like we got those, like, base jumper suits on where you look like a flying squirrel. <laughs> right, you swan <laughs> nice. dive down uh, alongside the first waterfall and skirt the water down below and then ascend up the cliff that you know that the this museum the girls are in is uh is perched at the top you enter the front door of the museum it's dark now nighttime, and nothing illuminates this place anymore you know where to go in the lobby you take a right enter the hall of the beasts of dark repute and you see the sarcophagus and the dust that the mummy became the pile of goo that was the mimic in the dark all the shapes look strange ikmer sees them all as they are but they still remind him of of what that combat was
4: ikmer is very frightened throughout the whole like walking through even though he's already been through it you exit to the hanging stairs, water roiling
1: beneath you. And you can see right through this spiral staircase the empty space underneath you, the sound of the water and the blackness, the inky blackness below your feet. You feel the wind. And it feels like you're staring into the void. You ascend these steps to a door. And you see it first, Igmer. Deep claw marks mar the door behind which your friends were supposed to be safe. And you see punctures in the wall on the side, as if made by large picks. What do you do?
5: Shh, my tube. I'm I'm not sure if... Our our friends are safe up there or not, but they definitely, well, something definitely was here, and we need to be really careful about making sure that it's our friends in there, but I suggest a surprise attack.
4: Breaching clear. Okay. Ikmer uh, goes to put his shoulder into the door and uh I I guess while while he's at it try to uh assuming that the, the he assumes that the door would be locked but you still want to like try the door knob as uh as he goes through.
1: Yep. Okay, Haley. Your note of blasting would go off, correct?
2: Oh shit. Oh shit!
1: Maybe. I forgot
2: about it entirely. Oh no.
1: I, my yeah. my feeling is, if you feel like the room has been broken into, the note of blasting would probably have already been triggered, right?
4: <laughs> well, so. it was just probably. on the
1: doorknob. It was specifically the doorknob, doorknob yeah. right? And which so, you said you just tested to see if it was
2: locked. So that goes. Off.
3: So it would go off.
4: Yeah. yeah.
2: I like entirely
3: forgot.
4: Based on your face, I knew you forgot, but I did not forget, and I
3: don't think I don't. I I mean, I... is there any sort of save?
2: Yeah, there'll be a save. Okay. Um, the save is will.
1: Mm, I don't remember there being a save. Of the yes, Erinus to was. There I was. might have to look
4: back at the tapes.
2: <laughs> there absolutely was.
4: Yeah, you know what, Griffin? Why don't you just uh, go ahead and we'll we'll go replay. We'll go replay the yeah, greatest yeah. hits.
0: All right, we be- we're back. We listened. It, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, the will save was a seven. So what'd you get, Brooks? I fortunately
4: did quite well, surprisingly. I got a 21.
2: So you save. So you get half damage, which is only actually 11.
1: So Ikmer's arm blows backwards from the impact. Uh, his palm is kind of charred, but the door opens and
2: it's actually only mental damage okay so
1: you just you've taken enough mental damage today (laughs) (laughs) the shock reverberates up your arm and kind of squishes your brain um
4: yeah he uh like squinches his nose and is more like uh, puts his head straight down as he charges in and unfortunately (laughs) he was originally expecting this to uh or uh, some of his DR to absorb this, but in fact... It did not. Yes. But <laughs> Sorry, does, it, does it make a sound when it goes off, or is it,
1: again, 100% mental to Ikmer?
2: So um, it's it unleashes a mental blast of psychic energy that um, when a creature with a mind touches the object, does damage to it.
1: Okay. So Ikmer, you throw open the door. You see sitting... In the dark, Lyra pointing a crossbow at you, Eclipse asleep on the ground. Lyra make a reflex save to avoid pulling that trigger as the door blows open.
2: That's a good one, Griff.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
2: a good call.
3: I rolled a one. So, oh, Jesus no! so
1: she fires
2: two
3: shots.
4: <laughs> Go ahead and roll to hit. At least I know this one's physical. Unless you got crazy arrows. Brooks, you were healed all the way up by Pavlos. Yeah, you were healed all the way up, so you're...
1: Even better. You're good to go. (laughs)
3: How did you roll? I rolled an 18, so that's a 25.
1: Fantastic.
4: Does that hit you? Oh, a 25? Hold on one second. I'm still uh, calculating my other damage. damage. (laughs) Yes, yes. If anything, based on... how little brains Ikmer has he it, it's not more effective it's not super effective in any sort of way but um I'm pretty positive it's a no and that is correct okay so
1: you and I think I think it it's almost helped by Lyra herself she fails the reflex save is pulling the like pulls the trigger when she sees the light from the moon open up ...into the doorway, pulls the trigger on instinct, but kind of jerks her hand to the side, and instead of hitting Ikmer right through the chest, it hits one of the sidelong pieces of his armor and clangs right off.
3: Don't you know how to knock?
1: Well, uh, I mean,
5: uh, I figured the scratches on the door already did the knocking at at one point, so we, we weren't quite sure... If it was a trap set for us to, to walk casually into or, but, you know, you know, that, that's all, that's all kind of small time stuff. We're very glad to see you and we have great news and, and full, full packs for you guys. Don't, don't worry about that, Lyra and Eclipse. It's totally fine. It's my fault. I should have thought of it, you know.
2: Uh, so we also have, um, updates We've been threatened.
5: Oh. Well, I mean, I, so you're telling me you didn't actually, well, you didn't actually fight somebody that put a bunch of scratches in the door and the other stuff?
3: No, there's someone working with that creature that tried to break in and fight us earlier through the window. She wants us to leave.
0: Well, did you explain to her this wasn't an option until we have Larry?
3: That's what I started with. She said she would incorporate us into some of her experiments that she's running. She wasn't really up for discussion.
2: She acted like some of the stuff that's around in this museum are kind of like her experiments, too. Like, they? the townsfolk wouldn't understand what's going on here. Which, what is going on here?
0: Well, it's funny you bring up the townsfolk. I don't think we're going to have to worry about them in the near future. They are not coming.
3: Oh, that's great news. Uh,
0: well, actually, it's not. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> from,
5: <laughs> from, from a tombstone perspective, I, I, I mean, death is death kind of but yeah it it hasn't you know it just hasn't been great for those guys as as bad as they were they're
0: they're not doing good let me clarify it seemed we came upon on our return journey we came upon the entire group of townsfolk they had been slaughtered by some form of undead and it seemed their bodies were nowhere to be found it almost appeared as if those bodies got back up and walked away. I think I'm worried that the undead hordes are growing. We did not have time to investigate, but surely there's no mob coming for us here. Detective Ickmer was on the case. He he rolled very well.
2: Do you think they would have gone back to
3: Leopardstad at all?
0: It did not seem they were headed back to Lepidstead. We certainly did not cross them on our journey there. They went somewhere we were not ready to follow.
5: That's right. We we just marked our uh path, and then we just well came, came right here. And as far as, well, being detective, I'm not going to lie, guys, it... Does not sound right that we can just let this all go, especially with with our friend Larry and just leaving just because somebody said
0: we should? Additionally, it seems like these undead hordes that, or oh, who knows how many undead... Uh, That descended on these townsfolk were representatives of the Whispering Way. The same group whose representative came through and destroyed the gods here that... Eclipse, I believe you saw in in an object-reading instance. And at the prison. And at the prison. I, I fear this whole thing might be connected. I fear that when we meet this final person who is experimenting here and we find Larry... Our journey is not yet complete. This is just one piece of the puzzle and we don't have the full picture.
3: So, we're gonna continue, right? Maybe we can be a little bit more careful as we explore. Try to be quiet, maybe sneak around. It sounded like she's been watching us.
0: This is most unnerving, but we do what we must to survive. Speaking of which, I know you guys are not doing too well. And we did get to the entire list.
2: I will use 12 charges of that wand. Go. And I'm good.
0: <laughs> All right. Um. Yes.
4: That is significant.
2: Oh, yeah. Yep.
4: <laughs> you also have the
1: scroll of make hole for the axe.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Is one of you able to cast that so you don't have to use a UMD?
2: I believe that I can, but I'll double check.
1: Okay. I, rem- I remember we checked somebody could. I think somebody yeah. could. I thought it was Lyra.
5: You, you know, uh, I, I could use a couple charges of those wand, that wand. That, that doorknob
1: really shook through me.
2: I, I can cast Make Hole.
1: Okay, so you can use the uh, scroll on the axe and it is
0: made whole. All right, great. We have to get Brooks as well with those charges. However, we have three wands. And Cure Light Wounds is on my spell list. I'm not sure if it's on um, the Occultist. If it is, we should probably spread those three out. So that, say, if Lyra goes down, she's not carrying all three.
3: That sounds like a good plan.
0: Smart. Now you think it tactically.
2: Me too. I've got it. So I'll take one and I will use 12 from that one.
4: But, but Ickmar's UMD is so high. <laughs> <laughs> he auto succeeds.
3: <laughs> Lyra also would heal herself up.
4: Instead of uh, perception, I've been putting all of my points into <laughs> UMD. <laughs> all
0: right. If you guys are heal- healing yourselves, I'll use mine to heal Ik, and then we'll be as spread out as kind if we can. So everybody's healed up and together again. What are you guys doing now?
2: We gotta we gotta continue down in the water.
4: Back in the water again. If there was any time left over over overnight, Ikmer would have uh sharpened his sword real quickly while they were all we were all healing up, so so he could have been able to uh got it, getting it or gotten getting uh, gotten his gotten keenness his yes. Gotten his keen getting his keen you King. Know, grammar, not my strong suit, so.
0: Well, I guess we're back to the cages of the Headless Gareons.
3: Uh, While all that healing is going on, Lyra pulls her hero card for the day to give her a little bit more insight. And she gets the Mute Hag, which is a very ominous evil card with a star. Wisdom. Ah, that could be helpful. She doesn't have great wisdom.
1: Is that on those will saves? All right. I'll say you guys got there in six hours, so you could rest for four, and Eclipse could finish her rest while Lyra watches. And so, Matumbe, you can't get your spells back, but you can avoid fatigue, as can you, Ikmer. With a half a night of sleep, you can still avoid fatigue the next day.
0: Bro, I didn't cast any spells. I was going to say, I didn't think you were really... uh, I don't have anything I need Part to reset, up for spells yeah. yeah
4: well I'm pretty sure I haven't used tenacious in like three or four days that'll just affect days. your uses of bane and stuff though so I haven't used either yeah yeah, yeah. that's the only thing I would really want need to charge back up but so you guys make it back up
1: to the towers after you've sufficiently rested where are you heading
2: I think that we would go back towards the Gareon room, uh, the floating heads room with the cages, Mm -hmm. um, and then explore onwards from there. Um, There's two double doors on the opposite side of the entrance, and I think that we should go through that.
1: I'm not going to require a check because you could take 20 and you have the Traveler's Any Tool, which can become a crowbar. So you pry these metal doors open. There's two sets of double doors, so you're kind of in a middle room after you pry the first set open, and then you pry the next set open, and you find yourself in another room. It's roughly the same size as the room you just came from with the Gurions in cages, but you see this layer of kind of like green. It almost looks like algae floating on the water. And you see much more of the collapsed um, catwalk than there was in the prior room. It's jutting out of the water, and it maybe makes it halfway up the wall even. That, too, looks to have been—you don't see the shine of metal or even rust. It looks like it was overtaken by vegetation. This whole room is filled
0: with it. Is there a knowledge I could roll on this stuff? Go ahead. You know nature. Yeah, nature. Before any of
4: this, though, that that Ekman would really try to figure out, there isn't a door out. The only well,
2: you wouldn't know that until now, though. Well, yeah, yeah
4: like we would have opened, yeah, opened yeah. the door, but the only uh, door you see is up. Twenty three on
1: nature.
3: Only a sixteen for Lira.
1: You see this room is infested with various forms of fungi, uh, is what it appears to be. some mushrooms, but also also other plants. Um, you do see what looks like a small tree in the center of the room, but it has no branches.
0: Separate to roll on the tree. It sounds rather ominous if it's by itself and no branches and nothing, and it's surrounded by other vegetation. I'm glad you said that. Also, is it fungi? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't want it. I don't want any part of this shit.
3: While we're standing there, is the tree magical? If Lyra focuses on detecting magic, it's magical. Number of auras and type of magic if she stands there without actually entering the room.
1: One aura on the tree. It's giving off auras of conjuration and transmutation. You can make it spellcraft if you like. Eighteen? You recognize this as a sapling rod. It's planted currently. Nice. Oh, we want this.
4: I'm not familiar. So...
2: we Yeah, this is something good.
4: I without without knowing what it actually is I think, I think it's too good to be true
2: so a sapling rod is a um mini tree basically you get if you're wielding it you get plus 5 bonus in survival which is eh. um but there's also if you put it into the natural ground or earth and allow it to stand for an hour the the rod will grow and bloom into a tree that'll bear edible fruit. It'll produce 2d4 pieces of fruit. Those fruit is the benefit of cure moderate or lesser restoration recipient's choice. We want this.
0: What were the auras? Transmutation and conjuration? They're on the same item. That's just
1: what a sapling rock gives. Yeah, it's both of
3: those. So it's it's the actual magical item that's giving it off. Yes. But we don't know what the fungi would do to us. Alright, I have high fortitude.
4: I do too.
3: Hold on a second. This water looks unpure. Let's (laughs) purify it. Uh, Lyra does have the Orison purify food and drink.
1: So you're purifying the water in front of you. You see some of the fungi shrivel up. Kind of like in a one foot radius in front of you?
3: I think if I keep going, maybe I can reach the center. So Lyra just keeps making incremental movements. Uh, and it is uh, one cubic foot per level. But I'm assuming it there's quite a bit of water. So yep. she'll just keep moving up to it. Uh, and as long as nothing's happening happening to her, she'll grab it.
1: So you move into the room? Yes. It's at the back of the room, this rod.
3: Ah. Is the water moving, or is it pretty stagnant? It's completely stagnant.
2: Okay. Right, it's the right thing to do. It just sucks, so you can just get back there, grab it, and get back. Just
3: throw it back.
4: <laughs> I, I know, I know Leave
3: me to die. I throw know, it
4: back. We'll close the door. <laughs> I know Lyra's had some, uh, some uh, days as a QB, so... She'll just, just yeah. throw that throw that back.
3: She'll keep moving forward, but she will also be on alert for anything that she hears moving in the water. Um, and she will be using her swim speed, so she's uh, going to be able to move as fast as she can purify the water.
1: Okay, so Lyra gets in the room. Is anybody else going with her, or are you all staying in the area? Okay, as Lyra makes it about 15 feet into the room, everybody needs to
0: make a fortitude save. Yeah. Oh dear.
2: Um, is there anything specific
3: that this is against?
0: That is way out of my box.
3: I should have <sighs> kept you should have... guidance on myself.
0: Or song Or you see a cloud
1: raise off of the water. This is well. It doesn't specifically say mind effect. Yeah, I don't think you get any bonuses to this.
0: Twenty-two for the tombs.
1: Okay.
3: Uh, 24. Yep. Nice. Yeah, 21. 16. Okay, so Lyra... <laughs>
1: <laughs> you start to have hallucination. Right now, you feel like you're Alice in Wonderland because you've shrunk to one-tenth of your normal size. Take no actions for one round, and maybe the monsters in this room won't see you. At least that's what Lyra thinks as we all roll for initiative. But before we do, I need everybody to finish their drinks because we'll see you next week.
0: Is this real or
1: not? I Uh. knew it.